The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after the show, after the after show. show. It's the after show, everybody. See how I paused it? I didn't like that. Just, yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> all right. We're changing almost, it up. As, I almost threw out a vocal cord. As we said on all the uh, on the on the regular show that we're making lots of changes the first of the year, and uh, maybe I'll stop saying that, and uh, it'll go a different way. I don't know. We're changing things up. We're going to make things better across the board. I don't like when you start making plans with Ed Sullivan and you don't keep me in the loop. You want to be in the loop? I don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about, we're giving the answer to the question that's most asked this time of year to me. A lot of people come up and ask that is, uh, how do you pick contenders for the Cigar of the Year? How do you pick the Cigar of the Year? Today we're talking about the contenders for the Cigar of the Year because we are in picking the contenders of the Cigar of the Year mode right now. This is it. The expo is over, and now it's hardcore time. It's October. No new cigars that come in count. So this is it. We have what we have, and now we're picking contenders for the Cigar of the Year. So how do we do it? Well, you and you know what's great? A few years ago, we were thinking with FDA, we're going to run out of contenders. Yes, it was going to end. This year, there's a shitload it of is. contenders. There is. We got some good ones, too. Well, the, like, for example, and, and you mentioned the cutoff, but uh, Christoph, the Nicaraguan. Didn't make it. It didn't make the cutoff. Great cigar. Yeah. But that'll be a contender possibly next year. For 2024. Correct. Okay, so how do we do it? Uh, we must sample the cigar during the year. First off, we had to sample the cigar during the whole year. And when we did that, that is from a manufacturer who's trying to sell us their newest and supposedly best, because it always is. This is our best yet. It's amazing how <laughs> last year was the best, and then this year is the best. Yeah. What happened to last year? Yeah. That was the best. That was the best at the time, at and now it's time. even better. So it just gets better and better and better. In some cases, it does. In Do some the, cases, it does not. Does the virginity increase on the thighs that, that they're being yes. rolled on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're even more virgin? More yeah. virgin. Sweeter taste. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So this is a long process because the manufacturer during the course of the year says, hey, guys, I want you to try this. Uh, it's just coming out, blah, 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 blah. We try it, and now... We think that it's worthy as a contender for the Cigar of the Year. So people are blown away that the negative stuff that I end up hearing of it is, yeah, you've been doing the Cigar of the Year since 1992, but every single time you do it, you happen to carry that brand 
Yeah. Well, well, that's the first elimination. Correct. If you're not going to buy it for your store, it's not the cigar of the year. Correct. It has been eliminated. <laughs> Before when, it got here. When on the sample. Yeah. You know, and believe me, I've made a mistake on a sample that I've tried to sample and say, ah, it's not good for me. And then months go by and the guy keeps trying to do it and I try it again or whatever crazy thing has happened. I try and go, all right, let's yeah. give it a try. I mean, it's worth the manufacturers following up later because sometimes you're smoking the sample at the show. Right. It wasn't even quite ready sure. to be smoked. It's a bad environment. Yep. So, uh, at what point do these virgins become nuns? I mean, they're always virgins. Yeah. Are they, are they nuns at this point? You don't have to, but it'd be a good job, I guess. It'd be Pull a good double job. duty, roll cigars and also talk be to Jesus nun. for people. Yeah, you could. Yeah. If you're wearing the whole nun outfit, though, it gets in the way of the virgin thighs, doesn't it? That's a good point. Yeah. Who started that whole thing? I don't know. You can't hike a you can't hike up a skirt to roll a cigar. We gotta we gotta find the origin the, the origin the, story. The origin of that. But um so if you get past the the arm god, which is no cigar store, certainly our cigar store needs another cigar in the store, and you got the cigar into the store, okay, now it is in contention to be a contender. But it, is, it has gone through the first phase. The, the other thing that I think gets overlooked is when something new comes in, there is a finite amount of space. That's yeah. the thing that you and I argue about almost every day. Yeah. We need to eliminate some shit, man. You got to stop buying new stuff until you eliminate stuff. You can't just this, keep buying. Yeah, this has been going on since so, 1985. The stuff that isn't moving, this, let's say the bottom 10% has to go bye-byes. And then the new stuff comes in because you're really, your new cigar isn't magically creating new cigar smokers. It's the same cigar right. smokers that are switching from this brand to that brand. And why are they switching? Is it because the cigar is better? Is it because it is less money? Is it because it's more money? You know, one of it is, it could have been a great cigar at one time. And for whatever reason, maybe it... The ownership changes. They move the factory somewhere else. They have a proven product that already sells and working, so they start cheapening it to make more profit margin for them and say, you know what, we got a lot of people on this, so now let's, instead of using grade A, this, we'll go into B or we'll go into C, or we can get this tobacco cheaper. It still says the same name on it. We'll fool them. You fooled them for a very, very short time. This is the consumer I'm talking about. You you fooled me because I didn't smoke it. I, I smoked it originally, brought it in, and now you've changed it over time. But then we start seeing the sales drop off. Yeah. That's when we end up smoking it again, if, yeah. if we're not a regular on it to begin with. And you say, wow, no wonder why people <laughs> are getting off this. And some of them are legacy brands. Mm -hmm. Think about the brands over the years that were the top, top selling brands, and we don't even carry them anymore. We made room with a huge brand name, which maybe was the number one selling brand in the United States at, at one time. It's not here anymore. Hmm. And then we have like some new guy that just made a cigar that, you know, what the hell is with that? Why did you take that on? Uh, because yeah, the old. It's not, not about the name on the box, it's no. the taste of the cigar. The legacy thing, I think, is, is worn down. Um, as the customer gets older anyway, they. So much brand switching that didn't happen in the 80s happens mm -hmm. now, and people are trying different things. When they do, they're gone. <clears throat> 
and then the new guy actually doesn't want the old mm-hmm. product. Well, the yeah. other thing that's happening is, and and I blame us to a certain degree, is the that old school cigar smoker. So uh, this guy Walter is uh, Trevor's neighbor, and Walter would come over with his highball, and he'd see us out smoking cigars in the in the driveway, and would say, "Walter, you want one of these?" "Nope, I only smoke my." Brand X that used to be made in Jamaica. It's got a green box. There we go. Mm. So, uh, all right. Perfect example. So, you're talking about Macanudo. Would not take a free cigar from me in the driveway. And he's been smoking Mac. He's been smoking Macanudo for 30 years. And let me tell you, it's changed three times at least. So, eventually, he ends up up trying (laughs) a cigar. He tries a Padron. Oh, my God. Way different. (laughs) Never bought another Macanudo. The poor bastard, all those years? All those years, he smoked the same thing thinking he's a cigar smoker, and now he realizes there's a whole world out there. So he gets a box of Padron the next time he comes in. Why don't you give me a box of something that, you know, kind of like that, but something else. The problem is he's 88 years old, right? He is 88. Yeah. (laughs) Dave, back in the 80s, what percentage of smokers would you say were one brand, brand loyal. Almost 100%. Yeah, I mean, there weren't as many choices, right. but still. They, and what would you say today, Jonathan? How many guys come in? 10%? No, because, yeah, even even the hardcore Padron guys will try something. Mm-hmm. They'll try a single. So, uh, Ernie is a prime example. Yeah. He gets his box of number two, um, 1926 number two Maduro, and says, why don't you grab me a couple singles or something? Yeah. And he wants to see what's out there. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's smart. Just keep validating that you made the right choice. <laughs> um, let's talk about the virgin thighs for a minute All right. because I had a look. All right. This show's going to go way late because I, I got fucking 20 and we've done number one so far. Yeah, but, but don't okay. be mad. All right. This is important. All right. Virgin I mean, thighs. You're, you're going to learn. Does this All have right. anything to do with fried chicken? No. All right. A myth that has plagued the cigar world since the 1940s. Ooh. Most cigar lovers will have heard that Cuban cigars are rolled on the thighs of virgins. This legend originally originates from when a journalist visited a Cuban cigar factory and witnessed a group of women sorting and grading tobacco leaves and placing them a pile in piles yes. accordingly on their laps. Yes. Some artistic liberties were obviously taken in the write-up of this piece as this was translated into the cigars themselves being rolled on a virgin's thighs. And they weren't virgins. They don't, <laughs> in the 1940s, they didn't even have TV. Yeah, their, their entertainment was the, yeah. uh, the bumping of, of the uglies. Yeah. Um, anyway, so go, going back to what, how do we pick the contenders for the cigar year, the long process begins with us choosing a cigar to take in and start this process. Um, then the timeline moves on. Um, the timeline happens between October 1st, 2022 in this case, till October 1st, 2023. So anything new that comes out now can be in for next year because it's October 1st, 2023. Sure. And that, that takes some doing because if it came out in November of the previous year, we've got to go back because sometimes we'll yes. say, this was really good. Was yeah. this eligible last year? And I have a way to do that. I'm going to show the uh, the person listening how you can find this out. So it must be great 
The cigar must be great. The cigar cannot be good. Mm. Um, it must be great. And price does not have a factor on it. It must be great. It must be a great cigar. Never mind what the price is. That can get to it, as we saw in Montosa, that is not only a great cigar, the price was great too, and people just bought more and more and more of it. That was a cigar we ran out of this year many different times. So um, you just couldn't keep it in stock, and they had lots of them. We were ordering like 200 boxes at a time of these things. That's how, how much they flew. Um, sometimes the cigar sells uh, for all kinds of reasons, but even though it sells, it will not necessarily make the list. So you've got a cigar out there that we don't think is very good, and it sells like crazy. We're going to carry it because we're retailers and we're in business to sell cigars, but it is not going to be a contender for the cigar of the year because it is not a great cigar. So we're looking for a great cigar that could be the cigar of the year. Um, we compile a list of all the new cigars from the timeline. So there is a timeline. You can go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number twoguyscigars.com. And you can click a button that says new arrivals. And then you look at the new arrivals, and there's a thing there that says sort by date created mm. descending. And now you can actually go through and you can see each one as it descends. Uh -huh. After a while, it starts dropping off because it only carries so yeah. many of them. But there's plenty of them there for you to see. And that's a go-to look for me to say, well, how long ago was this? And I, and I look and I go, oh, I, I know this one came out then. This one was, even came out after. We're okay anytime from this point on. And then I follow it from there. Because we carry the brand if it's going to be a contender because it made it past the first hurdle, which is good enough to carry at the retail store now, level. With number of contenders... It's been a different number in different years, right? It has. We have, uh, looking at this, I have had as little as six and as many as ten. Right. Ten is sort of the the upper limit because then you got packaging issues yeah. and all kinds uh, of We fought one year at the year ten that we were at at 12 or 13 or something like that, and then we started you know, all deserving, but yep. we said, okay, this one is not going to win. Uh, mm -hmm. so let's get that away and let's get that away, uh, which is pretty unfair to the, the other, because right. we had great cigars deserving to be the cigar of the year, but it was just too many at that mm. point. The good news for the people who buy it this coming year, uh, it was, you can't, you can't tell was, anything about that. But it was difficult to get to 10 because there were so many yeah. good cigars yeah. in the previous this, this, year. This is, this is not over. This is not over. This, um process um once it is complete we make up the packs and sell them for voting and the voting is inside the pack why don't i let everybody vote that was another thing somebody said because you smoked four of the eight cigars that are there you have to have smoked all eight or however many there are you have to have had each one in order to do it well I don't. I never had that one before. Therefore, it doesn't deserve. Well, that's that's very unfair. <laughs> Cisco and Ebert did never. They never gave a movie two thumbs up if they both didn't see it. Right. Plain yeah. and simple. That's it. You have to do it, and and you can smoke while you're watching a movie. It makes it go by you faster. Can. Your your vote counts if you end up getting the pack and you, and it's there. But it doesn't count all that much, to be honest with you. It counts, but it is not the. 
end all and be all. This is not a popularity contest of who gets the most votes. Uh, we make approximately 600 of these packs. That's what we plan on for 2023. Uh, they will come out on Saturday, November 11th. So there's a little time left here uh, at 1 o'clock on the Cigar Authority. So we'll talk about it on that show. And at 1 o'clock, we'll have released all the contenders at that That's point. That's going to be a great show, right? It's going to be a great show. Because Jonathan's absent? Jonathan will not be here. Yeah. So we can get to it all because he won't interrupt on number one. <laughs> and we can get to through all six, eight, ten, or however many there's going to be. Huh. So He's uh, awful angry this morning. <laughs> Well, I have I had a lot to get to, and you just went on and on about whatever you were talking about. I, I just <laughs> kind of shut you right off of there. But uh, let's get to um, how how the votes are calculated, and what you know. I'm saying it's it's not a hundred percent of the votes that are there. What are the other criteria? We'll get to them, but first, let's make some beautiful music with our vote. From moments worth remembering to stories worth telling and notes worth savoring, Avo Cigars. Lyrics of top charted songs. Can you guess the name of the song and the artist from the wrong lyrics or even the right ones? Avo Cigars. All right, you get your buzzers ready? Yeah. And they're turned on? Yeah. Jonathan's going to jump the gun, and if he jumps the gun before I end up finishing it... It's uh, over. It's over. I thought that was just for the uh, McAuliffe No, it's for no. everything. Because you, you, you're first every single time, and you just press the button, and then you don't know the answer, and it, it's just, ridiculous. it, it, ru- it ruins the whole show. <laughs> um, no, just the segment. No, the whole show. The whole show, whole show is, is ruined. <laughs> and here is the wrong lyrics. There's a can of hash all over the world tonight. Tonight. All over the world. There's a can of hash. Okay, nobody has the answer to it. There's a kind of hush all over the world tonight. I'd never heard it in my life. I have. I have. have yeah, it used to be on Oldies 103. What do I have to do? Just it used to the- be. You name the song and the artist. It's, it's so old it can't even be on the Oldies station. Wow. Is that- Mr. Jonathan has rung in. <laughs> oh, surprise. Is it okay that I rang in? Yeah. Did, yes. I, did I wait long enough? You did. All right. Um, I think the name of the song is called All Over the World. Eh. Kind of Hush is the name of the song. Kind of Hush. I missed it by that much. Hermits, Hermits. Herman, Hermits. Yeah, that's some old shit. There's a kind of hush all over the world tonight. All over the world. I'm going to write a song about that. I don't know if... I don't know if it's a great song, but it is a song. It's a great song. song. It's a song. And you know it. It ain't no Henry VIII, though. No, it isn't. Yeah. But it's right there. I think it it did better than Henry VIII. Yeah, Henry VIII was terrible. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised you didn't know that, Ed Sullivan. I thought you'd have it for no. sure. We're talking about contenders for the cigar a year. There's your vote count. The vote counts, but it's not, <coughs> it's not all that. The staff counts. 
So the staff, who we say is experts, we talk with them. They're on the sales floor all the time. They have smoked all the contenders by that point. And we have a talk with each and every one of them and say, what should win and why? What should win and why? Then sales counts. No, it's not just sales of which one is outselling the other one. It becomes the rebuy. And we have had this operation with barcoding and scanning before everybody else did in the cigar industry. We were early on on, on our programs of there. Because if it's just sales, the most expensive cigar in the pack could potentially win without selling the, the same number of units. Correct. If you just did also, it based on sales dollars. But what we like to see is somebody that comes in and buys a single. Ed Sullivan, you walk in the store and say, I say to you, hey, check out this plus 90 that we showed you today, yeah, right, I gotta, this morning. I got to buy them all after the show. And that does something. Right. So, oh, let me try it. I smoked it earlier in the week, and I said, oh, my God, Ed Sullivan will love this cigar. And Ed did. Sullivan comes in, bef- you got here before I did. Yeah. And Ed, and Jonathan already said, hey, you should try this. Yeah. You're smoking a cigar, and then you say, oh my God, not I have to buy a box of these. I have to buy all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I have to buy all these cigars. Well, you just voted. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just voted and said that is a great cigar because you didn't. Now, when this happens with these particular cigars will be contenders, that says a big thing. that They don't know they're voting, yeah. but you're voting with your wallet, and we say it's a big, big thing. <clears throat> a single buyer who goes to the full box purchase at that point. Sometimes a single buyer buys a single. Next time he comes in, he says, give me three of them. I really liked it. And later yeah. on, it builds, okay, give me a whole box of it. He just made a major contribution to contenders for the cigar. Yeah. So it's not just us. Then we gather all that information, and we start the elimination, which used to be, what do you – who do you think will win? And of six of us, we'd have six different answers and say, okay, that's not going anywhere. We learned this of, okay, let's talk about this cigar. Can we eliminate this and say it's not there? Yes, 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 yes. No, you know, I think it's all good. Talk you into it, get in the next one. Okay, we can eliminate that one because this one's better than that one. And then getting it down till it gets to the point where, okay, nobody can make up their mind of elimination. And we have this information. We're talking to each other saying this one had this many people going. It got this many votes as opposed to so people who bought the pack loved it. People who bought cigars, bought more of them later on, they bet with their wallet. And you know what? Five out of six of us say this is the winner and this is the winner. Who comes in second place? All of the others. All of them. That's it. Everybody comes in second. I don't want any fights. I don't want to have a top 25, which is absurd, by the way. Yeah. Is number 23 that much better than number 22, or is 23 better than number two thing or whatever? Pick a winner, for God's sakes. Pick something (laughs) and say this is the one. We've never had a tie. This has been since 1992. Nobody else was doing this. Uh, Cigar Aficionado had just come out as a magazine. Mm-hmm. I started the Cigar uh, um, cigar um, of the Year, and they didn't come out with it again, I think, till 14 years later or something. They started huh. their Top 25. They didn't call it the Cigar of the Year. Then they called it the Top 25, and now I believe they're calling it the Cigar of the Year, and uh, my lawyers will be in contact with you. <laughs> no, no, it is, it is what it is. That's your opinion of what the Cigar of the Year is, and it's our opinion, but I'm going to tell you, of everybody that does it, there's podcasts out there, there's everything, we're not included into the um, consensus right. with everybody else, 
because does that I hurt own, you? It does because hmm. I own a cigar store and I own a cigar distribution company and I own a cigar podcast and I am a consumer myself. And I gather all this information. I stand by. We have the best list out there, period, because of the process we go through. And having the retail operation, if you want to know what cigars are doing the best, ask a cigar retailer. Don't ask the manufacturer because they have no idea what their competitor is doing. Right. The retailer is the guy that knows. And if there's a barcode system, if there's a yes, way to mine data. Yes. It can't be their feelings of how it is, too. If you, it, There's a lot of feelings on and I'm a lot say, of the lists out there. And I want to even go as far as say multiple store owners have mm-hmm. a much, much better chance at this yeah. than somebody who has one store and there's a certain clique of people that end up whatever, however it works. And having multiple stores, when we see the same activity happening with all three of our stores, and we have an online presence also, and that's happening on there too, Yeah, along with... The, the information we gathered from our media portion of it, which is three media portions, the after show, the Cigar Authority, and the Ashholes, and we're getting all that from there. Who better than us to make that final decision what the Cigar Authority, what the Cigar of the Year is? There's nobody better. There's nobody better. It's, no, the, it's, the best, it's the best list out there. It isn't a list because we only pick one, but the contenders are the interesting factor that's here. If you are a retailer and you want want to know what cigars to be selling in your cigar shop, grab a contenders pack because those are what we said are the best. We did all the work for you. I wish somebody did it for me that I don't have to walk around that trade show and smoke. What do we say all the time? Oh, it's, we smoke so much shit so you don't have to. Right. We smoke it all. <laughs> and 90%, more than 90%, never make it in the store. And some of them are halfway decent, but they're yeah. not better than what we already have. We smoke it all, even like a hundred ring gauge cigar. Jonathan did. I saw that. Uh, New Trevor did. Mm-hmm. You saw that? Did you uh, make him do that? He uh, he bought it and said, "I'm going to smoke this on a fresh palate tomorrow." And he said that I was his inspiration. Oh my God! Right. Didn't the Sean? Poor kid. Sean no, bought one too. I'm going to say this and whatever it. It was annoyingly delicious. Wow. <laughs> and I say annoyingly because I do not want to smoke a 100 ring gauge ever again. But if you said, we're going to smoke it on the show, I would look forward to it. And I, in fact, I, I, do have a, I do have a show idea for that cigar. Um, and we're going to kill two birds with one stone. It becomes the first cigar. This is the Lunatic. Lunatic which, 10 by 100. It's the bathroom cigar. Well, you, 10 100. You better hurry up with your idea. They're selling... Like crazy. Yeah. Well, here's the good news. So I I ordered at the trade show. Ed looks at me and says, what do you think? 40, 50? Because you buy by the one. They're right. all in their individual. Mm-hmm. So that's not normal in a cigar brand right. that you can buy one. If there's 10 in a box, you can, how many boxes yeah, there's you no, want? There's no box. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, what do you think? 40, 50? And I go, 100. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Really? And we checked with them, and they said, yeah, stores are buying three or four or five. <laughs> Somebody bought 10, and I said, we'll take 100. So I, I said to myself, we'll smoke them on the show, and a lot of people will be interested enough, and we'll be able to sell through the 100 because of the show. So I'm looking at the schedule and where we're going to put it in because we have a um, 
cigar in the care package each week. Right. So it would have to be the second cigar that we would smoke. And where am I going to squeeze it in? And I contact Ed Santa Maria, the buyer. I said, they're in. He says, yeah, they're in. I says, I'm thinking um, maybe I'll get it in not next week, but the next week after and help push it along. Um, and he said, I don't think you have to do anything. He says, we put these cigars on sale 24 hours ago, and we sold 40 in the first 24 hours. <laughs> and now that you call me, we're over 50. I put 15 in each store. So there's 45. He said, I have five cigars left. I'm going to start pulling them <laughs> from the store. Huh. So I said, wow, we don't have to smoke them. <laughs> so I'm all happy we don't have to smoke them. And then I looked, Jonathan went over to the Nashua store <laughs> on Thursday, and there he is smoking one. I'm like, oh, my God, I did. So we didn't have to. But Well, part of, part of it is the training portion. You know, I'm the training manager for the company, and normally new people have to do two weeks with me in the Salem store and kind of learn the ropes. But we had too many new guys over there, so it was just easier to move me, one guy, and train the three guys that are over there. And part of the training is when new stuff comes in, you cut it, you light it, and you smoke it. And that was the new thing. Ugh. So I did it. <laughs> All right. But I was thinking if we ended up getting a second batch in the late spring or something, it could be the first cigar that we not only smoke for uh, the two hours of the show, but also next week's two hours and just see how it relights. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Uh, did anybody buy one when you were smoking it all day? Uh, no. Oh, the, what a failure. No, it was not a failure mm -hmm. because many people bought regular JFR lunatics because they, they love the aroma. They weren't going to put the hundred ring gauge in their mouth, but they said, where are those cigars in regular size? And <laughs> which regular size is a big too. Well, they, they, they have, have, a, they have a, a few fifties, four and a half by 50. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very good cigar. Very good. Very good. Very and good. This was just this was just a lot of Aganorsa. Mm -hmm. I, I like the flavor, so it was the ash stayed on. The ash stayed on for a while. I had taken a picture of it and I bumped it with my phone right after I took the picture. <laughs> and Hiroshima went off on the yeah. floor <laughs> and stayed lit and stayed lit. Yeah, I smoked it st three hours straight without I, relighting. Dave, I think it's still lit. He put it down the other day and it's right. still burning. Right. One of the uh, Toscano ashtrays was filled with ash just from my <laughs> cigar. Wow. Alright, so uh, the Contenders Pack comes out Saturday, November 11th at 1pm at twoguyscigars.com. You'll see who the Contenders are on that show. There'll be no Mr. Jonathan, but we'll go through, me and Ed will go through each and every one of them and how they got to be a Contender and um, and we're, we're not smoking them all on the show. No, and no. we'll we'll get through. Uh, <laughs> we're going to smoke at least. No, we'll smoke the old cigar of the year. I forget. I forget what, how. What, I, I what think is. usually it's the care package and the previous cigar of the year. I think I have the answer to here. If I have it here, contenders for the cigar of the year. Um, we are smoking one of the contenders, probably in the second hour. Huh. Um, We'll give it up and say who one, one of the contenders are because one of them is there. So care package, when you receive your care package, you're going to know the answer to one of them for sure, huh. which is a, a slam dunk. But we'll, we'll get to that more next week. Speaking of next week, next week on the Cigar Authority, how to start a cigar brand. We're not talking about money. Maybe we'll bring a little of that in. But how do you do it? You say, I want to have my own cigar brand. What's the first step? How do you do it? 
Why would you do it? Why some people skip the first step <laughs> for some reason. Right. They skip the first step. Uh, and we'll tell you uh, it's the why. the easiest not. of all the steps. It is. It is. We'll get to that more. So that is it. See you next Saturday. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.